Yo, welcome to the B-Wamas Podcast. We're coming to you from Power at the Pass here in El Paso, Texas. My name is Richie Marufo and I will be your host. And, and check it out. We started off the show with a little sample from today's guest. Uh, part of his project, Rebel Flavin. We have Rebel Agnostic in the house, a.k.a. Jay, a.k.a. Well, I'll just really known as Jesus Gomez Jr., um, and you kind of switch it up a bit too, huh? Yeah, there's a so. couple, <laughs> couple of monikers and aliases. Yeah, yeah. As as it goes with with hip hop, the stage names. Yeah, right. All the alter egos. That's but, what it is. Yeah. For the longest night time, you know, you've been uh, Jay and uh, Rebel Agnostic. So, yes, welcome to the show, man. Finally, have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. It's and uh, long overdue. <laughs> absolutely. And we uh, we've tried we tried here and there, but. Uh, you were recently featured at the Barbar Open Mic at the Black Orchid Lounge. Uh, was it March 6th? Is it earlier yeah, this it month? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was March 6th. Exactly. And, and really, um, it's it's been part of like your farewell tour. You know, <laughs> if, if people don't know, like right now you're, you're gearing up to to kind of bounce around to a new spot in, in Nevada. And uh, so you've just been booking a lot of shows, playing with Riboflavin, doing yeah. uh, a lot of acapella and solo stuff at the shows as well. I've noticed been promoting. So how's that been, man? How's that that farewell tour, quote unquote farewell tour? Uh, it's good. Like it's always good to be with Rival, man. It's always fun. Yeah. But um, yeah. So me and my, I just I want. I've been like touching base with a lot of different MCs. Yeah. So I was doing a lot of solo hip hop shows. I always do like spoken word and open mic. You you've seen me just kind yeah. of wherever I can get my get my word in. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just performing with whoever we, we can really, and then um. Ribo, Ribo is always going to be Ribo, you know. There's just many faces of Ribo, <laughs> right? But um, yeah, it's been fun, man. Uh, it, it kind of sucks to know that I'm leaving for a while, but I, I'm gonna, I'll be coming back doing music. And it's, yeah, it's not the end, forth. right? Yeah, no, no, no. Far from it. Far from it. New beginnings, man. <laughs> New beginnings. Absolutely, man. Uh, it's it's interesting, you know, the way the way life takes us. Yeah. And uh, you know, Ribo Flavin is is kind of one of my, the earliest bands I remember just really loving. And part of it was just uh, the eclectic nature of it, you know, kind of taking from from a variety of influences, mostly, of course, hip hop and, and, and jazz, two, two of my favorite genres. Yeah, same, same here. Yeah, same. And uh, so it just spoke to my soul, you know, and of course, um, really the, the the spoken words, the lyricism to it, you know, uh, at, at BWAMs, at Poetry Slams, I'm a big fan of, of the word, the written word, spoken word. And I know that was a huge thing for you guys, you know, and of course... Uh, at BWAMS, you, you know, uh, when you featured, you did a lot of acapella stuff, you know, yeah, and, yeah, I, and yeah. I do appreciate your, your attention to the lyricism of it all, you know, the craftsmanship that it comes into, like, taking words, creating images. Um, how how long have you been writing? Like, how early on have you been writing? Uh, well over, damn, almost like 15 years, man, I've been writing. I yeah. started writing when I was really young. Okay. Um, doing poetry scenes and open mics when I was really young. I was gonna say I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of you too, man. You've been in the scene with me. I've seen you come and grow, and you're still always doing greater things. Um, 
So yeah, since like the district, people I don't even know if people oh, remember that like Blue yeah. Agave days, like that that's that's old school like venues that I don't that's even know right. what they are now. But um, but yeah, just ra- random. Honestly, I'd always just always would like to spit wherever I could kind of get in, mm-hmm. and then Ribo kind of manifested, and that's now that's been almost nine years deep or whatever. We've wow. had a core of four or five main people, and the rest have just kind of been uh the homies, you know, like different people that just been in different chapters and parts of our of our mm-hmm. I guess music career you can say or just our growth and man we've been blessed like to work with so many different artists musicians um we've singers MCs uh, and, uh, yeah and not just any you know I would I would say the best I, I, one of the things I really respected about what you guys do is you you've managed to um part of it is of course uh, you know coming from the core a lot of you guys went to study music yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and uh, that really led to the recruiting of, of like just top notch mu- musicians in terms of technicality, and and so you're one of the core four along with uh, Frank, Eddie, Bruno, and then Adrian, and Adrian, yeah, yeah, yeah. lawyer, the guitar or guitarist. Um, so yeah, man, they they all study music. I think me and Adrian Lawyer were the only ones that were kind of uh, taught, uh, self taught. So you guys weren't in the in the music department? Um, nah. Well, we. I'm sure he took a couple courses and stuff, and so did I. But I mean, as far as the way uh, Frank, Eddie, and Bruno know, they actually like pers- pursued a you know like a, a music degree and everything. And like that. And they're all teachers now, right? And they're all pretty teachers. Much. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I think Eddie's the last one about to about to come up. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, to me, that's cool because they've always had the, the really good um, ear and contacts, and you know. <clears throat> talents and abilities to, to, to really make that kind of thing happen. Mm-hmm. And it's funny the way the story goes. Of really, it was just a jazz hip-hop project that was in mind. And mm-hmm. I was supposed to be a feature. It was really, it was Eddie, Bruno, and Frank, and they wanted another MC for another song. And then I right. jumped on, and then it snowballed kind of thing. It's like too cool to like... It just, yeah, money just tree. Just on it. Yeah, yeah actually, that would be cool if we pulled up one of those, like, uh, from the Rival album kind of stuff, too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> if we pull up a track or something but yeah money tree was the first song we did and then yeah man we just kind of had like tryouts in a way we we're just seeing who wanted to jam and that's how yeah. everything it was the source of everything was just jamming like just mm-hmm. really just bobbing with each other and then um we'd structure it out later you know yeah and you record a bunch of this stuff and you say what st- you kind of see what fits and what stays and then you can see what can kind of be disregarded and you know onto mm-hmm. the next onto the next and like because making music um <sighs> Um, kudos to everyone that does it even just being writers like yourself yeah. like because that sh- that stuff is something else man I can cuss right just a conversation yeah, <laughs> man. Like, yeah. It's, it's a... shit fuck alright <laughs> <laughs> there you go they're out of the way I feel good now they're out of the way uh, everyone's ears are christened and so there will be more yeah nah man yeah, just yeah. feel free to feel free yeah, hell yeah. yeah I like yeah. that saying um, yeah so it's, it's it's been a journey man yeah like, like uh you know, at at some points you've had as many as like twelve people up on a stage. Yeah. Or like I don't know what yeah, you we say. Have 12 is the most. to thirteen, so probably close to even fifteen um, oh. people on stage. It's a symphony. It's about the whole orchestra. Probably for like uh, the the CD release. The CD release, and even just like when we do like pass it around and stuff, or like yeah. we do like we <laughs> do like big up. yeah, or like neon desert. Like it just happens. It, it just kind of explodes, man. And that's the dynamics of Rival, You know, like yeah. <clears throat> like you said, it's a very eclectic, eclectic in nature and. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, we, we we try to stay diverse and try to yeah. like pull from all counterparts and stuff. You know, so it's a living entity. You know, yeah, like you mentioned, sure. it's kind of like 
what what Moving I like parts. Yeah, yeah. And what I always like to like preach to the band too is like I'm just like it's a constant evolution to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's none of this like bad blood, broken ties kind of thing because I I'm far from it. If anything, man, like right. every cat I, I ever worked with in that band is still peace and love when I see them. And if anything, people parted ways onto bigger and better things the mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. people do in life. You know. So and and I mean, for the better, you know, like yeah, for I mean, for like nine years, you know, you people grow, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we we never really stay the same people we are, you yeah. know, life life brings us different twists and turns, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you fall in love, like yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. you meet the, you know, start families, which yeah. is beautiful. It's a different kind of growth, you know, yeah, um, and also just like opportunities, man. Like we had mm-hmm. Amalia from. Uh, the Chamanas, we had all kinds of... We had all sorts of awesome vocalists. All kinds of vocalists, yeah, yeah that, that just had, I mean, straight up better opportunities. And I was like, cool, man, do your thing. Like, that's your path. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, appreciate your time, appreciate the love, appreciate the music and the hard work, you know. But um, Rival's going to keep doing Rival, even when we take breaks. Like I said, like, um, who knows what the future holds as far as that goes. But as far as me and Rebel Agnostic and things like that, or even just Jay, Jesus Jay Gomez, whatever you, you want to yeah. call me... <laughs> But um, I, I'm, I'm still working on the poetry book. I'm still trying to get my mm-hmm. manuscript together. Get That's my, right. You messaged me about that. Yeah. So I... yeah. So I'll, I'll release one or two books. I'm sure in the, in the near future. But um, and then yeah, solo album is a project I got with Profit coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the God family, Godly or Devilish. Um, we just we just have a lot of good love Godly and support, or devilish. man. Devilish. It's a question. Yeah, yeah. It's a question. Godly or Devilish? Okay. Yeah. Or Goblins of Darkness. It's, it's a it's a it's a squad we've had since back in the day, but there's a lot of members of that squad too, separate from Rival Flavor. That's of what's course, funny. Man. There's like big families of of uh, mass murderers, you know, <laughs> musical mass murderers, really. Yeah. Um, but a uh, lot of lot of love and talent in El Paso, man. And that's a pretty impressive list of people in that yeah. too, huh? Mm. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, from Prophet to John Steady, Alpha Sigma, Evil Wong, old God stuff. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Extents even Phobia the Prophet, uh, yeah. Ralph the Ruckus, all those, all those dudes, Space Captains, mm-hmm. all, uh, all that, all that's family, man. To me, you know. Yeah, man. And so, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to be a part of. Just to watch it all just grow and blossom is, <clears throat> it's dope. So you know, as as Rebel Agnostic, you're the solo artist. But even then, you know, one one huge aspect of, of let's say hip hop is is the collaboration, is the you know, and so you mentioned kind of working with with Prophet, yeah, yeah, together yeah. On, on, on even your solo piece. And I'm interested. Uh, we can we can go back later. I, I really want to hear about like getting wanting to uh, get some books down. But uh, you know, there's an interesting like mix of the collective and the individual that that works well. How has that been for you balancing it? Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, man. For a while, even like all my solo stuff took the back burner, and it's just it was ribo, 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 ribo. Like that was my full attention. Uh huh. For, for good reason, you know what I mean? Like, everything was driven in that direction. I've been lucky to be a part of, like, a couple, well, a couple of great groups, you know, in my, my opinion. Like, I had Delos Monsters before, and that was another, like, my first live band and being a hip-hop MC and not being with pre-production, you know, like having right. some kind of, you know, like, producer doing some hip-hop beats for me. So I always just wanted to work with bands, and then... um It's, it's I, oh, there's, like, a feeling, like, not like well like that no live other, yeah 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 that live energy is, is something different mm-hmm. you know and don't be wrong like i love producers though too but, yeah. but the, the, when you bring that beat to life mm-hmm. like you know <laughs> in front of an audience it's, it's it's something else but um uh before i lost my, <laughs> finding, tra- my yeah, train yeah. of thought <laughs> yeah, kinda, you know talking about like finding okay the balance okay yeah too. finding balance so juggling that stuff man yeah. it's, it's it's been crazy so 
like like I said, Rival has been was the main priority for the longest time to finish the album, go to Sonic Ranch, and that took years to do. Just trying to orchestrate that, that was <clears throat> it was a monster. Just that's to one get, thing that uh, to get that idea. Yeah, man. Um, I wanted to talk a little. I don't, you know, I, I know Rival is one part of your story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, that's the culmination of taking what several years up to what was like three years to kind of like yeah, work on together. writing the music and and, yeah. and then kind of fundraising. It's all. All you guys, right? Had to raise funds for it, and yeah, we're performing. It's, we, it's, it's not cheap nah, <laughs> to not go to Sonic all. Ranch, especially. And then just trying to trying to get a sense of ourselves, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it really was like an identity thing where mm -hmm. we were like, "What is this?" You know, like yeah. what, the, what is this? Like because for a while, like you could kind of see what it wanted to become, but mm -hmm. it wasn't quite there yet. And it did take a lot of you know a lot of tweaking, a lot of shows, a lot of trying out different members, and you know who stuck, who was down for the long haul, who wasn't down for the long haul. Yeah, who's actually about it, you know. And so, yeah, man, it was an identity crisis for a minute. But then, like I said, like once towards we got closer and closer to, to recording the album and the songs are more solid and the substance was there, it was just like, okay, okay, I can see what this is. I've always liked to think it's like trip hop, acid jazz, like okay. members would disagree, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, in my opinion, I, was, uh, I, really, I really think it has a lot of those elements, man. Like, yeah. I remember uh, reading a review on uh, Fusion Magazine from Alex Duran. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think he kind of documented a little bit of, or, or through you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk, you know, interviewed you guys a little bit on that process. And uh, one thing that I found interesting was during that process, you know, how, how everyone got so close to each other, you know, a development of a brotherhood, of a family. But that also meant kind of like butting heads. Oh, well, like naturally. Like fighting. Yeah, naturally. You know, naturally, naturally, exactly. Yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, especially in directions that, that – uh, you want to take it. And so one thing that I found interesting was how you guys settled. You wanted to take one song two completely different ways and just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it both ways. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it worked out that way. Yeah, it was an interesting compromise. Try to have your cake that. and eat it too. But no, a lot of times it, it was it's a democracy, man. So a lot of times like it, we kind of went in there with that mindset and told everybody like, yo, man, like my ideas might get trashed some of my ideas might get kept some of your ideas might get trashed some of your ideas might get kept like uh, like right. whatever works for the for the for the better you know the for the for the greater good of all yeah and so like and for for what we consider to be you know like our art portrayed and that and yeah people take it personal man that that shit is so <clears throat> think about it like in that sense of i mean you know personally but displaying your art and standing on the edge and like even doing that and putting that that's your creativity that's your baby you know like yeah. people get really butthurt <laughs> like people get really like and I, myself included we put our myself included i'm it. just like yeah. nah but that's good like and people are just like <laughs> yeah it's good but it's not what we want like you know or it's not good you know like you got to yeah. be it really it really uh toughens up the ego too man or, or like or at least yeah. breaks it down and like which is a good thing you know really makes you humble yourself and like really chill the fuck out yeah the, i mean the creative process individually is enough in its own right to yeah, yeah. be working with like a, a number of people, something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All together, uh, and so the album is, is uh, full circle. You can find yeah. it online uh, if you guys are listening right now. Please download Mazel that. Yeah, download. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Mazel tov. Cheers, brother. Cool. And break, uh, break bread. Uh, break bread. Shed blood. So we say where I come from. <laughs> break, break bread. bread shed shed blood. blood. Yes, sir. Wow, man. Share my food and my drink with you. You know, and kind of. That's close, man. And I noticed your I'll tat there I'll is. Uh, I bleed for you. <laughs> is uh, early. That's. It, tell me about the artwork you have there. That's the ship, uh, and I see it. This is a lot a, of Ribo stuff. Yeah, this is Shredrick. He did a. It's, it's a fish boat. Uh -huh. Um, it's. We did our. The fish boat. We did our that. demo in, in UTEP. Our first three songs: Money Tree, Sex and TV, and Light Years. 
And uh, we told him, just draw something off these three songs. Like, okay. And it was like an artist we liked, and he drew a fish boat, half fish, half boat. And Love that. People were like, oh, like, is that for Rybo? What if y'all break up? And whatever the fuck. I'm just like, it's more It's more about Man. the art, to be honest. But honestly, it, yeah. serves, it serves its own... Uh, yeah, but tattoos also no, tell a story exactly. of like a point in your I was about life. To say yeah, it serves it. Yeah, I just always thought it was funny though because I was just like, yeah, it's just, just dope. I'd get this shit it's either way. Like I would have got it after we broke up. <laughs> like right? you know, nah, it looks really cool. So I was just noticing that right now. Yeah, and, uh, appreciate it. Uh, you know, with with full circle, you know, I you know what? Tell me about that concept. Like, what does it mean to go, to go full circle? I like the, um, the idea of recursiveness. Things coming back into yeah, themselves. yeah, really. It's that. Uh, yeah, it's the art of the, the reoccurrence, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it all kind of, it all comes around, you know, not in the sense of, uh, of you know, the way you treat people, the, the way you think, the way you act, mm-hmm. especially, you know? Yeah. So, I really believe, like, what you project and what you send out into the universe, you're going to get back. Okay. So, yeah, um, I think, and, and it really, it really, um, symbolize a lot of what the members have been going through i think too as far as like transitioning so much and like i said trying to like have this self-search and self-realization of like what this actually is and like musically what are we doing and because it was so easy to walk away man it's so easy to just be like fuck this like we're not making money we're barely doing this if anything you're losing money you know yeah but i mean those are those investments that you got you got to really like you know and on top of that it's 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 building it's building our repertoire, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not in vain. It, mm-hmm. It's really, it's for, for for something that's bigger than yourself. So building up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know? Yeah, I'm looking at and, uh, something that also I think drew a lot of people in for the album. And then we're not going to spend all the time talking about it, but just... We could, right? <laughs> and, we, and, we, and we could. And that's the kind of the best part. Like, everything is like a tunnel that, that just goes deeper and deeper that you can discuss. And yeah. I, I think that's great because that means that there's a certain amount of depth mm-hmm. in what you're doing and what we're all doing yeah, yeah huh. and I, I think that's the way it should be yeah it know, should be there's yeah. a meaningfulness behind it um and it wasn't just all easy right like you were just saying yeah yeah for sure man like i said you really have to love what you're doing to, to, to be doing this um one thing that i always was curious about but never like really got to talk about was uh the, the album art that's from tim tim, tim razzo tim razzo yeah yeah uh local story behind the art? yeah yeah um, so he, same thing with him, man. We gave him, gave him the music and told him like, you know, um, see, see what you come up with, like, see what you feel, like do, do what you really feel as far yeah. as, as far as how, how the, how the music, um, how the music makes you think how, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. How it might affect you. And so, yeah, he came up with this Sasquatch and the, two, the Sasquatch and the, the two Indians and, you know, kind of, um, two Indians are on their, their own little pathway uh-huh. with, on the, on their horse and run into the Sasquatch and. We had a video in motion, but it kind of it was it would come and go, you know what I mean? It, it was uh it was always in the works. Mm-hmm. But um meet a Sasquatch with some mushrooms and the <laughs> Indians have some weed and I think they kind of like uh build this bond off off these psychedelics or off these like, you know, these mind altering drugs and, and then um they're they're on their journey together. That's what become I, friends, yeah, and they become friends and then they spot this uh desert party if you when you open the booklet on the, the album cover. Um, they're, they're they're overseeing uh, this bonfire with a bunch of uh, people partying and drinking. It's and just crazy, man! Fun. I see that. Yeah, and that to me, that's very El Paso. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the desert life and you desert know, parties, man. Yeah, yeah, desert parties. I remember growing up like that. You know, doing keg. You know, there's keg parties and all kinds of stuff out there. You're in a <laughs> what is it? You're in the 
the pit or there's different you know there's different little holes and spots in the desert that people yeah. had their own names for on different sides of town that's right you know red I mean? sands all the yeah, way out there yeah. damn man that's pretty cool um yeah. I, I like the artwork i have it open right here i'm, I'm checking it out so just with tim and like with the band and everyone else i, I love that you guys um trusted pretty much the instincts of whoever you were working with and i think that's yeah. really important and kind of any kind of partnership or relationship whether it be artistic creative is just yeah. having that trust like you know what just feel what you're feeling, and, and yeah. we'll see what you you come out with. Yeah, so that's pretty. And cool. also touching on the whole the title, man, is like the whole like everything comes around full circle. It's kind of like that whole like that my, like I said like philosophies I believe in um, break bread, shed blood. Like in a sense, you know what I mean. There's a brotherhood, there's a sisterhood to it. There's there's like a a family like relationship right. that's really like you know that's the most sacred involved especially with music and things like that in my opinion you know mm -hmm. like i said you're really you're really diving inward and you know you're mm. sharing something creative with somebody ah, like that diving and, inward yeah so you know like it, and so of course naturally you're vulnerable but um so everything is going to come back and forth it's kind of like i said break bread shed blood like mm -hmm. keep repeating that but saying like i know i got you know i got you and you know, because i know you got me mm -hmm. in my time of need so in a sense it all comes around full circle don't worry about it you know it's kind of like having that and honestly man i get that from from my family i mm -hmm. get that from my city i get that super important right people to don't have all pe that. yeah people don't <laughs> you know our, our culture you know like just you know uh, just deep passionate you know love and feeling and attachment that i think most don't really have in their lives or you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so to have that bond and like yeah, before I start rambling on that's that. Super, but yeah. That's <laughs> you know great, man. That, that bond uh, is, is so important, the, the bonds we create with other people. Um, hey, I, I wanted to ask about the, the opening song, Children of the Sun. That's a, that's a lot of people's favorite, man. Tell yeah, that's, one of, that's that one, one of my favorites, man. Yeah. My, my homie Saab El Amin uh, from the Anomalies crew. Shout out to Saab, man. Peace to Saab, man. Peace to him and the, and the gods. He always gets down on the writing. Yeah, one of my favorite writers, to be honest with you, man. Yeah. Uh, like beyond local or whatever mm -hmm. a lot of my my good friends of mine are some of my favorite mcs to be honest with you like lyrically in different ways mm -hmm. <clears throat> i know if say i'm biased but whatever <laughs> like <laughs> but for real though I, I put them up there with some of the greats man like i really do put the caliber up there with some of the greats and um yeah children of the sun i guess it, it will kind of did come out to be a song for our past in a way you know because that's kind of how I felt about it at the time. You think of the Sun um, City, you know. Yeah, you think of the Sun City, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I just, yeah, I just, uh, I had this piece, and I was messing. I was playing with this this verse, and a lot of times, like parts of my verses began end up becoming choruses with with the hmm. with the crew, and it kind of was okay. uh, kind of like. And you're like, I don't know. Well, what sucks that sometimes because I'm like, well, I want it for my verse, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I want to yeah. spit it for my verse, and then it is it, is it cheesy to like <laughs> do both? Um, like lyrically, if you do it right, I think it's not cheesy. Okay, all right. But I think it maybe can. I don't know. Who depends knows? Depends how it's executed. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it just depends. I guess the, you know it's circumstantial. But uh, but uh, yeah. So that became the chorus, and then mm -hmm. I I had this verse. I was penning this verse, and then then Saba came through with with his verse, and it came became this story about if you really listen. It became a story about the sun and the moon, you know, and mm -hmm. it's almost like I'm speaking from the sun's perspective, mm -hmm. or how the you know, and then he's speaking, or I'm speaking to the sun and he's speaking to the moon, mm -hmm. you know. It's uh, children of the sun writing songs for the moon, and um, yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm sure I, I, <laughs> you catch me another <laughs> and I time. Like the... I, I, yeah, I give you some some nicer metaphors for it and stuff. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's well, even with with uh, these planetary objects, the sun, the moon planetary i mean even so 
yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, sun solar, but yeah, you know, I think of them revolving, you know, yeah, yeah. revolving around the sun, full yeah, yeah. circle, you know, it's kind of like oh shit, full circle seasons, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and that's kind of like the story of that too, like the tale of like the interaction, and it's just over time coming in circles and. And uh, I like that's, to think. Damn, of I like, like that. to think about. Yeah, that's that's a good point, man. They even actually fit what verses did. Verses are from Los, Los Visionarios, yeah. Yeah, uh, the visionaries. Out to Victor, man. Yeah, shout versus. out to shout out to all the homies, man. Yeah. But um, yeah, he did some visuals for us, and that's funny because he kind of did some like astrological mm. stuff that kind of playing on what you're saying, which is playing on Children of the Sun and the title of the album. That's kind of cool. I never mm. thought about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, Rival Flavin's a motherfucker. <laughs> it's a fun Flavin's song, a man, and, and your shows are, are so fun. You know, you guys uh, work the crowd. You, you get people kind of chatting along with that one, you know, children, some songs. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's kind of a cool way to do it. Um, that was an interesting technique. Um, you know, that borrows from like a lot of old school hip hop oh, with yeah, the call and response, yeah, you know. Call and response, yeah, yeah. So I, I dig that, man. It's good. It's, it's so important to incorporate the crowd into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh? What's one of your favorite crowds you've ever performed in front of, or most memorable? Um, probably the Neon Desert crowds, man. That's always fun. Yeah, it's always fun. Um, oh, I wish I had. I'm sure I was gonna say maybe like a, maybe like a spot in Austin. Yeah, it wasn't even the biggest crowd, man. It was during South by Southwest, but it was just the mm-hmm. energy there. Sometimes it doesn't have to be yeah, the biggest yeah, crowd. Yeah. Like I always say that, man. Five or five thousand. Mm-hmm. Like if we're lucky enough to be in front of that big of a crowd, like. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes. Is Neon Desert probably the biggest crowd? Uh, it, it's up there. It's mm-hmm. been up there because we've been lucky okay. enough to be around like festivals. We opened up for some like yeah. random, random big name cats, and uh, okay, so we we were lucky enough to feed off their their fan base. <laughs> you know, and that's how you get your name out there. You know, and that's how you do uh, things. Of course, man, know? just so. to go out there, do your thing, uh, have fun. You know, I, I love it when you guys incorporate like a whole orchestra, you know, like a whole horn section. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, brass and, and saxes and just like everyone kind of has their, um, you know, we're talking about balance. Um, when you have the full orchestras, no nobody or no one part like overpowers another. I feel yeah. like everyone has their their Every, chance. Everyone has their place and time yeah. and their shine, you know. Yeah. And I think that's so important. It yeah, kind yeah. of ties into. And if you notice, that's why I always like I showcase it like that, man. I'm just like, nah, like look at these cats, look at these dudes. Like I'm an MC, I get it. Like I'm I'm the dude with the mic, so I'm kind yeah. of like you know I'm I'm the voice. Yeah. But um, but most of the time, like even that's I, I leave myself out of the mix when I'm like, yo, make it, give it up for here, give it up from here. Frankie has to be like, yo, yeah. give it up for you, motherfucker. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I, I'm performing too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but like yeah. I'm just a host and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you literally start emceeing like, yeah, hey, give it out, to, you know. Like, oh, yeah, so being MC like master ceremony thing like. But yeah, so I'm just like, look at what these dudes are doing, you know? Like, really, like, I'm just like vibing with them. Like, look at Billy Towns on the keys. Look at oh, Chris Oliver on the trumpet. Like, look at, you know, like at Mahoney on guitar. Like, look what these, these, Shimone. these, these, Shimone. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at what these guys are, like, these beasts are capable of. Like, Eddie on drums. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these dudes, man. Yeah, these dudes are something else. That's man. my favorite, one of my favorite aspects, you know? And, yeah. and, you know, people who really listen, I think, can tell that you guys do such a great job of highlighting everyone. And, not yeah. not one person overtaking. Yeah, you know, like, like who, I'm the star. I'm yeah, like exactly. Tw- Twenty minute solo, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I liked it. Like, like I miss when like we lost like Adrian Lawyer there for a minute too. Like uh, right. because he he was a big element. I mean, I loved an ideal world to be cool to have like Adrian Lawyer and like one of our female vocalists, me and Frank or whatever. Yeah. But I said that's the evolution of Rival. You know what I mean? Like there was a time where 
Frank had to do like a couple shows, maybe just like two, but like a yeah. couple shows without me. Yeah. And he had to hold, you know, had to hold down the four and hold down the the forefront and vice versa, you know. And yeah. it was scary at first. I mean, I don't know why it was scary. <laughs> it shouldn't have been scary because I've been doing solo shit for the longest time. Right, right. But just working with him with Rival so close, you know, and he was so close mm -hmm. with Bruno and Eddie and just like. like you get tight with that yeah, certain like. Yeah, like, I'm just like, I felt like lonely, you know. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. just like, damn, I lost my, my partner in rhyme. It's my partner in rhyme. <laughs> like, right, this is my motherfucker right here. Yeah, and that that's that's a pretty uh, unique aspect to bring up as well yeah. because I, I think that well, bands get tight together like a lot of it because especially when you're dealing with more people, that's one of the hardest things about keeping a band together, man. It's just everyone being free and, and sometimes you just have to adapt, improvise. You okay. know, I've had to do shows where like all of a sudden, oh, we don't have, we're not gonna have our main guitarist, our main vocalist, our dr drummer. Oh shit, what are we gonna do? Let's you know, some the show must so go. So you just kind of improvise, <laughs> you know, yeah. be a little malleable, and I think that's an interesting uh, life. That's a good word, lesson, malleable. Right? <laughs> you shape it to your needs. No, yeah, for sure. That's yeah, a good word. So I love it, man. Um uh, I'm gonna spit some shit. <laughs> you can. Uh, and actually actually before you do, uh and and uh yeah, I absolutely wanna invite you to, to maybe spit some smock cappella. Uh one of the songs that you guys have been playing a lot recently that's I think really catchy with a lot of people is the song No Bars. Yeah. And uh you've had different versions. So um, so that's all that's so there's there's a <laughs> This is a Rio Doso project, and called it that because we went out to Rio Doso okay. and you know, uh, pretty much uh, told ourselves we're gonna go out here and write a write a new album, and nice. it's kind of what we did, for the most part, you know, at least like a collect collection of ideas, and um, you know, we we uh, smuggled some substances, you know, <laughs> we had to set the mood right, some inspiration, yeah, you know what I mean, um, set the tone of everything, and then um, yeah, man, we just you know there were some things that needed to be handled and. Yeah, and you know what? Like it was, it was crazier than we expected. Like a lot of good music came out of it. So this second album was pretty much uh, going on. So we, we did an EP. No bars was one of them. Uh, up the song, other song called Upright mm -hmm. and Greenpeace, and it kind of stayed as an EP right as as of yeah. now. Like we don't yeah. know what's gonna happen because, like I said, like a lot of life changing things have happened mm -hmm. with members, you know, yeah. including myself. So. Um, no bars, yeah, yeah. That that was just like a mess around song. We were just, we were just. Actually, I think it came out of doing a show at Indie Burger for oh, like on like really? the Sunday brunches or something like that. Like oh, we were, that's like right. We were, like we were yeah, just like yeah. improvising and like we would do that a lot of times. Like you know, especially when it was like we're playing to just like either nobody or like one or two people. We're like, hey, we can treat this like a dope rehearsal and like obviously, like you know, like like really rehearse and then on top of that, just like freestyle, which is jam. Yeah. Yeah. Like just drop something and the, see what I come the up with. Spirit of, yeah. of creation, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so for our listeners who maybe aren't as inclined or not as familiar with hip hop, rap, spoken word, a lot of stuff. Yeah. How like, what are bars in your own terms? Uh, bars. Yeah. Well, bars are measures. So uh -huh. I mean, um, you, you got your, you know, like you got your four count. I'm, um, I'm not as. <laughs> So you got like the 16, you got the... Yeah, just 16s, yeah, yeah. I, I still count in twos and twos and fours and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But so, I mean, <laughs> bars are, are really hard-ass lines, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Some like, it's some dope some dope lines, but at the same time, like me, bars, yeah, that the whole thing, you ain't got no bars, is like, you ain't got no lyrics, you ain't got no good, <laughs> you exactly. know, like, like, you ain't got no lyrics. Like you might be up we there, have nothing good enough. But <laughs> but in terms it, of substance... Yeah, it was shit talking, it was like a yeah. playful way of shit talking, you know? Yeah. And you know, like it, and like, it actually came from a joke with one man, Jazz, uh, one of my favorite DJs uh, in the city. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing was just like, 
some inside shit where <laughs> we'll be spitting or whatever. And like, I, I, he might, he probably was quoting, he was probably quoting something. And he was just like, man, you ain't got no bores. And so every time I'd spit, like, you ain't got no bores. I was just like, ah. And so that's how the song came out from us playing around. And he was just bars. like, you ain't got it's, no it's, it's bars. It's almost, almost like a, a response to like maybe someone like, yeah. you ain't got no bars. And like, oh yeah, just yeah. check it and out. And it's, it's, it's around the time this is of that era, the, you know, where people are like, yo, I got mad bars, yo. Yeah. I got a mad bars, son. And it's like around that grime time. Hashtag like king bars. Of the, king of the dot kind of like, okay. you know, everyone yeah. like, everyone's about to be a battle MC. Everybody wants, you know, oh, wants the yeah, crown yeah. kind of bullshit. Yeah. And so, um, so it's just like everyone has bars, everyone has bars. It's like, and that's my whole verse is going off. I'm going off of the, the rhyme scheme, no bars, you know, like yeah. talking about Lone Stars and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I was chilling there with no core, sipping on the Lone Star, you know, like, but uh, yeah, it was just a fun, playful song. Yeah. Like I said, like, it's not actually not, it's not even one of my favorites. I'm just yeah, being completely just, honest with you. No, that's cool. Man. <laughs> like, but even, yeah. even then, I, I think that that just showcases you still rock it, you know? Yeah. You want to be able to, to tell. Um, but so speaking of bars, you know, one way to kind of really listen to them is like to mat, like strip away all the instruments, the beats, and just hear acapella. Yeah, that's what spoken so, word is so uh, Exactly, yeah. man. And so I want to invite you to share uh, an acapella piece right, right now and see what, what you got for us. All right, right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. You want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I have a fountain pen. Cascading off a mountain of gems While the sun, moon, and the stars are circling around in my head A wise woman once said It's not about the amount that you spend And if you always do what you love You'll continue to be surrounded by friends And back then that didn't make much sense But now, I could tell what she meant My friend Paul told me to live in the now Instead of always trying to figure out how it'll end While keeping myself in suspense That mindset helped me balance my steps Kept me grounded again Held down the foundation like a pound of cement this is the house of Zen, and at the count of ten, everything out of my mouth will begin to blend in with the sound of the wind. Look at the most powerful, wealthiest men. No one is as cowardice or as selfish as them. In order to survive, you need to have a Teflon heart surrounded by elephant skin. Mm. Learn to speak in love and write in blood with a skeleton's pen. Damn, man, that imagery at the end. You built yeah. it up so much <laughs> to like, uh, you know... Uh, Thinking musically, even right, like I, I like the music of language. Yeah, yeah, that's you a know, good way. You, to, you had yeah. such a crescendo there. Even, even you built up an imagery and just boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's Damn, a dope one, man. I like that yeah, a lot. I see it like that. Uh -huh. And uh, is that is that one of your newer pieces? Yeah, just just recently? newer. Yeah, just newer pieces. Stuff I like to do spoken word with. Um, like I said, man, like I like to I like to write, and that was my thing. I was never meant to be a performer. Uh -huh. I used to always tell my homies that I'm just like, yo, man. I, I, it took me a while, like, to start recording. Like these are all different transitional periods. Like people don't mm -hmm. understand, like, to even get the courage to write and then be able to even perform in front of people, mm. and then eventually record yourself and then perfect that art. Like these are different art forms you're all perfecting along the way. You know, then like getting. I was like, okay, I'm down to record, but I'm not down to perform. And then uh, once people right, are like, you right. got to perform. And it's like, well, I got to perform. I don't really got to perform. <laughs> and then you just kind of thrust perform. on there. Yeah, my first performance was like 16. And like I did a hip-hop show with myself. My homie actually belled on me last minute. <laughs> and yeah. so I had to hold it down. Like my sister's friend gave me a ride because I was like 16 <laughs> because I couldn't. Okay. I, I was driving, but I didn't have a ride. <laughs> yeah, you needed you need that. That's cool, man. And how'd it go? Mm. How were the nerves? Did it you, went pretty did you good. It? it went pretty good, man. Okay. Believe it, before even Eight Mile existed, it, I was like, it was, I was hoodied up. I had the whole yeah. hoodie just to, you know, like. And then when it came out, everyone was like kind of doing it. And 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then after that, the 8 Mile came out and everybody was like, hoodie, <laughs> hoodie <laughs> battle rapper. Like that. <laughs> it was a little cute, yeah, cute persona. How, how, uh, tell us about your writing process, man. So you, you mentioned not really thinking about performing. Well, yeah, man. Cause I mean, ask my family, they'd be like, they say it was, it's ironic that like, cause I was probably one of the most like, uh, more reserved, like, you know, kind of, uh, really, um, I guess introverted kind of people in my family, you know, like I wouldn't okay. talk much. They really? actually, right. funny little story. I'll give you a little tidbit, <laughs> personal fan, family story, rare shit. But, uh, yeah, like, they took me to a doctor when I was really young because uh, I should have been talking, like, mm. I think it took me when I was, like, four, and I just been talking, they said thought something was wrong with me, you know, like, something was wrong with my, maybe even literally, like, my vocal box or you were just my voice box. Quiet. You didn't box. talk. Who says vocal box? <laughs> <laughs> my voice box or, like, <laughs> something to do with, you know, like, uh, with speech, and um, they were just, like, I thought funny as shit that the doctor was like, nah, he's fine, he just doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> he just has nothing to say. <laughs> Like, don't worry, when it, yeah. Just, but that's a, that was that joke is like, once he started talking, he shut the fuck up, <laughs> like, you know, like, and here we are, and here today. we are. For the, <laughs> that's interesting, man. So, so it during that time, though, like, so, so kind of writing was a way to just kind of get, get your thoughts out. So, of. yeah, I started writing when I was, yeah, when I was super young, even like, wasn't before rhymes, like, I, I would just, I guess you can even say it's like, um. You know, just dialogue that I was writing out loud, like notating. You know, like okay. um, I was, I was just talking about random stuff. I mean, yeah, as you could say, like a diary or a journal or some sort. Like you know, I was just writing stuff okay. out. Eventually, like I just felt so deep with music that I like wanted to be a part of it. Like okay. I was just, and I don't know if I made like a conscious like decision or it just kind of happened where I was just like. I think I was just writing. I was just writing. Okay. You know, I guess that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm a writer. Just write as much as you can. And then it became poetry. It became hip hop. It became this. It became that. It became mm-hmm. sometimes just me rambling. You know, I'm just like <laughs> a lot of times it's just rambling, and then you shape it into into something. You give yeah. it a nice little bow, and we're like, all right, yeah, yeah, work yeah, yeah. with that. Yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah. Um, so you kind of uh, grazed by that that evolution there, but I'm always interested in in the craft. Uh, you know, maybe starting with poetry. And yeah. maybe even just like from from what you hear in, in music, what really uh, pulled you into like the the technique of writing, like writing maybe in meter or in rhymes or images, like stanzas and wordplay like yeah. and structure. Yeah. So what, what? Um. So I don't. I just had a lot of. I think a lot of influences. Like even before I knew the proper terms, like I said, I'm like I'm not musically educated. Mainly self-taught. I took a couple classes, or okay. whatever. But um, like um, I could just tell by. Just tones, pitch, like harmonies, like medleys, melodies. You know what I mean? Okay. Like harmonies. Like I didn't understand it, understand it, like sure. on, on that technical level, but I understood it, and then I could kind of mimic it. You know, and so like I said, all like right. all this wordplay and metaphors and similes, they just they seem really interesting to me, especially when I saw people doing it like in a proper form that meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how are they? How are they doing that? And they're still like dancing. <laughs> around the waves you know like they're just kind of like Damn. they're playing right. with they're playing with the words so like uh i don't know so you know like can you think of any any people who stand out or any artists or bands uh, that stand out in terms of like that kind of just gripped you like oh something, you know something's stupid, interesting happening here. stupid funny is like it was like What's bone that? thugs and harmony okay <laughs> i don't know why just like the rhythmic patterns and the way my, okay. fr- my friend would always say he's like you're a fucking anomaly like <laughs> He's like, you're not even nothing. You're nothing like that. But that, that's your main influence. I was like, yeah, Bone Thugs mm. Harmony made me want to be like, I want to fucking write some shit. Like, I want like the, the way these motherfuckers are making me feel right now. Like, yeah, these dudes right. are like murderous. Just to, like, like, I don't know, just everything, man. Like, you know, 
the content, like the rhythm, the flow, their delivery, like they just had this presence to them. Yeah. That I was yeah. just like, damn, like these dudes speak to me. And um <coughs> and eventually, yeah, it was just um, I mean, different MCs, you know, Chino Excel, I okay. guess by around that time, like even like Eminem and things like that, but a uh, big pun, um, big L. <clears throat> so Cool. Now that you you bring that up, like so, transitioning from what's written on a page or, or whatever uh, to style, like performance style of actually yeah. rapping. Um, have you? Did you like intuitively like start to model yourself after any particular artists? See, I didn't do it consciously. Like I said, being with Bone yeah. Thugs, you would think yeah. I sounded like Bone Thugs. Like you think uh -huh. that would be my first go-to, right? It's just right. like sound like the, the people I. I but then, I like worship. sometimes your voice doesn't really match up with like their thing, and so you got to find my shit. Just came off the bat, kind of like yeah, poetic. Like it yeah. came off very like uh, like some of my, my first stuff. Like you know, it's like uh, my short temper lets me remember the better days. As a preacher gives praise and says, "Let us pray." What used to be faith is fading away in false hope and hate. Like you know, it just yeah, it came out very. <laughs> it's funny, I actually spit to Bone Thugs and Harmony on their tour bus when I was like 17 years old. Oh, shit. <laughs> random, right. random fucking story. Yeah, I was spitting to the bouncers outside of the, I want to go see them live, like Club Valari or some random shit. And uh, uh, yeah, I was spitting to the bouncers and I like recognized the manager and the dude dug me so much. He's like, you want to get something signed? And oh, so shit. I had like, I had like the first shit, Faces of Death was like their old school, like, like, you know, no name, nobody knew them before they blew up. Um, CD and I had like the original CD and I went up there got nice. that shit signed and one of the bouncers was like yo spit that shit you were spitting to me right now hey. I was freestyling yeah. and I was there with a little bit of crazy bone lazy bone and wishbone and uh <laughs> yeah never forget it man like I, I got to, I got to spit a couple of rhymes with these dudes it was like mm. The verse was even like, uh, some cats may listen to stand and witness not being able to understand a sentence saying that my camp is vicious a pack of killers that sacrilegious fuck the cash the bitches uh, what is it? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Fuck the cash. Exactly. The bitches. We made a fast decision to pass religion. Da, 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 whatever. And these dudes, I mean, they gave, they, gave, they gave me love, you know what I mean? But at the same time, they're bone thugs at the height of their career. And I'm 17 years old. I'm just some random old Mexican kid in El Paso. Uh, making his you day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, shit, that made my world, man. That shit was <clears> insane. And um, yeah, I remember Lazy and Crazy giving me mad props. And then Wishbone was like, he said some random shit, man. He said something like... <laughs> He's like, man, he's like, uh, seems like you got some religious issues or some shit. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, damn. I was like, I do. That's a float out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I do. <laughs> he was just like, he's like, then he says some wild shit. He's like, like you used to go to church with your grandma. <laughs> I was just like, all right. I didn't. Uh, I guess I did once in a while, but that's a right. weird thing to all say. Right. <laughs> it's just a weird shit. thing to point out. Like, Interesting, yeah. Out of my flow, you got that. <laughs> but it's great that they picked up on that and uh, mm -hmm. kind of leads into, into mm -hmm. the stage name. Was that the first stage name, Rebel what? Agnostic? Um, there was a couple of stage names before, before that. that. Actually, like Revolution Aristotle. Um, I started oh, as Aristotle, the god of war, the lyricist of war, and all this what? crazy shit. Damn. I came from Aries, and I call myself Revolutionaries, Revolutionaries, Revolution Aristotle. Okay. Like, you know, like Aries. Like the wordplay and all that. Yeah, I did all this, yeah. all that. And then, um, yeah, eventually the RA from Revolution Aristotle became Rebel Agnostic somehow. Huh. And also because, like... Around that time, like my beliefs really pertain to agnosticism, and they still kind of do. Mm -hmm. And so, um, <laughs> I've never really thought about it like that. But um, yeah, it just kind of stuck, man. Yeah. And actually, even like people call me Rev because from Rev, Rev actually comes from Revolution Aristotle. Revolution. Rev, yeah, that's right. Revolution, and then um, people thought they would say Reb. 
because of Reb. rebel agnostic. Yeah. So they would call me Reb or Reb, and I have other homies like, "Yo, is it calling you Reb?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you know that." I'll, I'll take either or. I don't care. If, I don't care. <laughs> That's actually one that did throw me off one time because we, we did have an open mic at uh, at uh, Boomtown in the backyard. We had a little open mic, and uh, Phobia had just been forming. He hadn't been performing too long, but like, you know, he started just. Going out and performing a lot, and he, he's like, one time he signed up for the open mic. He's like, "I'm gonna sign up my my buddy Rev." Yeah, I'm like sure, hell yeah. And I didn't know he was talking about you. you know? like, <laughs> oh man, that's that's Rev. How many okay. names this motherfucker? So I get that. Sometimes it's hard to keep up, you know, yeah, with with everyone. That's why names. at the intro I was like, AKA, AKA. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> mostly joking, you know, but no, yeah, no it's a little no. bit of like again of that adapting of personal persona, and of course the wordplay. That's yeah. huge, and like, you were talking about the evolution there. I like the way that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Works out. Um, and so I'm curious, uh, when we featured you on, on the 20th of March of, of this year, uh, you wanted to go by Jesus Gomez Jr. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like I should use my government name, I guess. <laughs> and um, and then, but also be like, you know, like, rebel agnostic of rival flavor. Yeah. It should be like of Shogun Elite, of... Gobs of Darkness, oh, of Anomalies Crew, like, of, just you know. done a whole list. That, <laughs> it's right? just like, you know, I, and that, that's just my people, man. That's my people, Shogun Elite, Alpha Sigma, that, that, that's that's my bread and butter, man. That, that's what I grew up to. That's some of the first hip-hop groups I've made. Like, you know, we understood, yeah. like, complex rhyme schemes, and it just mm. it meant a lot to just, like, it just, there was a lot of meaning, you know. There was, there was just, like, a lot of, there was a lot going on in a mm. sentence, you know, and it was making you feel a certain type of way every single line. And so that's why content, I think, is so important. Don't be wrong. I still have fun, like, writing dumb shit and, like, yeah. you know, I get your party music. I get your club music. Do what you do, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, even you can say a lot of some of my newer stuff was even kind of, like, I was kind of watering it down for for, for a while. Okay. And a lot of my close homies would tell you if I watered it down like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, but. Uh, why would you say you did that? <laughs> um. You know, I don't even want to say, like, I guess not an audience base, but um, it's also about, like, you know, just, just to be uh, just to be relatable. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I, you know I, mean? I get that. Like, I feel like I might be losing people too much when it's like, mm. uh, you know, like, not everybody wants to hear ASAP Rock. People want to hear ASAP Rocky sometimes, you know, and they're both uh, dope uh, MCs. Like that, yeah. But I think I want to be on that spectrum of ASAP Rock and ASAP Rocky, you know what I'm saying? So, mm, like, mm. throw me somewhere in the middle. So, like, my whole thing is, like, uh, if you hear, like, the, the change in my music, like, um, I'm always kind of trying to modify or trying to still find parts of myself without feeling like I'm trying to fake it. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like I don't want to feel like, oh, you're just trying to do what, what's popular at the moment. Like, fuck that mm, shit. Mm. You know, if anything, if a lot of times I'm fucking mocking what's popular at the moment. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. you know, burrito, burrito, my dick's a torpedo. Like, you know, like it's just like stupid, you know? Yeah. Kind of like whatever that or there's songs that like... Uh, I am playing with different styles. I'm kind of trying to get my feet wet over here, like see what I feel. What if I don't feel? It's like mm. telling me to stay in the box when I was just doing strictly hip hop, and like, oh, now you're doing some jazz hip hop. Like now you're like soft on us when like you're oh. hardcore. You know, like fuck, yeah. fuck you. Who are you to fucking no. really like put me? And this is my script. Like this is what I'm <coughs> supposed to be. Don't pigeonhole me. Like you know, like, right, right. Once you do that, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna flip it on you <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> you know, like. And I think that even like I said, you can't please everybody. You can't. And that bothers a lot of people. You know. Whether it's like we want the old rev back, we want the old this Ooh, and that. Like yeah, who, yeah. who am I to be the whatever rev for you? Like I'm sorry, I'm not your personal jukebox. 
Like, yeah, man. <laughs> so you just undergone like a natural kind of movement. Uh, yeah. Well, see where the music flows, baby. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. like I've kind of see where the wave's going. Sure, I'm like, yeah. am I feeling it? All right, this is going. Rival's going. Okay, right, Rival's right. not going right now. Oh, okay, Rebel Agnostic's going now. That, oh, this okay. is flowing this way. Okay, that's working. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, see the direction of, of what's happening, you know? And so I, got, I really got to stay awake and stay in tune to, to, to what's going on around me. Because if not, man, you'll be left behind real quick. Mm. You know, and that's one thing so, I learned. Like you got to keep swimming. Ah, yeah, man, you got to keep keep movement, momentum, yeah, yeah, momentum. Yeah. You only get uh, cold when you stop moving. You were you're talking Sob. about oh, shit. <laughs> just Sob, dropping man. a little lines. You know, <laughs> actually, that that's really good because uh, you're talking about content right now. Yeah. I noticed that a lot of your content is kind of grounded in like kind of phil- philosophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of these little little uh, axioms or yeah, yeah, or no, aphorisms. Right. Yeah, aphorisms, know? maxims. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fucking, uh, that's my shit, man. I study philosophy a little bit. Okay. Religious studies, things like that. But I was just always, gravi- mm. I always gravitated to that stuff, man. And so, you know, what I mean, before. I was a smoker, you know, I was a thinker, and, like, if anything, smoking actually helped me, like, calm down my anxiety. Yeah. You know, like, actually helped me, like, harness my... I've seen that be the case with a lot of people. Yeah, my overly, my overactive brain, man. What about, uh, like, in the martial arts, man? I want to hear a little bit more about about that and how that's influenced (laughs) you, you know? (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, I've been doing that for a while, actually, as long as I've been doing Rybo, about nine years, and... um, Yeah, it's 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 really like I said, make me harness my will, harness my my energy, really. Okay. Get a sense of myself. Um, it clears out the attic, if you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like it the really cobwebs. Yeah, like the man. Haze, especially because you, it's, it's a form of meditation. You know, you can. Oh yeah. Can be meditative, drinking a cup of coffee or drinking a cup of tea. Like, but there's just something about being present and really, really releasing all that. All that pent up aggression and like you know mm-hmm. fears and anxieties and all this like depression that we feel like aren't there and stress that really, yeah. really accumulates you know and we don't we don't really pay attention to it and we drown it with alcohol we drown it with whatever we fucking we just stay obl- try to be oblivious to it and yeah become fucking health issues kind in the long run yeah. <laughs> or some bullshit but you know what I mean like so uh, so that became a healthy healthy outlet for you yeah for sure man what, uh, what, what specific uh, martial art. Uh, Kung Fu Sansu, Paul okay. Schroeder, yeah, Paul Schroeder, Kung Fu Sansu, uh, that's my brother right there, Paul Schroeder, man, nice. yeah, check him out, he has like all walks of life, individuals, uh, beautiful, uh, it's like Krav Maga, it's uh, one of the oldest martial arts, from what I understand, wow, okay. and so it really takes from a lot of different places, like Jiu-Jitsu, Aikido, Taekwondo, mm-hmm. like kickboxing, kind of um, branches out Wing of it, Chung. yeah, yeah, mm. there's multiple, from what I know, it's the most like, um, encompassing martial art you know where wow. you have all kinds of different styles and uh it's beautiful man it's really helped me a lot probably more than i realized um just gather myself you know mm. i feel like i become a better person you become you think oh like you're practicing like violence it's like nah it's surprisingly it's the opposite it's in a weird it's way straight right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it's really it is really it's really making it's kind of yeah. decreasing the ego and like humbling you a lot mm. it's really like uh it takes a lot of blows to your ego and like realize that physical violence is, is not is not needed man you know it yeah. really isn't like that's last resort like someone's really threatening your life kind of thing and that's yeah. what we're there to teach you if you, if you need that mm. but by all means we're not we're not uh promoting violence and we're not you know not like all, this it's a martial art it's not a martial sport like we teach military law enforcement we teach uh you know, people literally how to how to protect themselves. This is not a sport fight. Like sport fighting's all good, and you know, do your thing. But right. But this is, and like I said, to me, it's more of a form. Like I never saw it. I never saw it. Like you forget what you're doing. Like it's a, it is a form of meditation. Like I'm mm-hmm. just 
they're lost in the movements. It's like music. It's like it's like dance. I mean, it's the same know? thing with technique. It's and, rhythmic. And form it's and very rhythmic. Yeah, it's very rhythmic. It's very rhythmic, and you're just there. You're breathing. You're concentrating. You're really like you're being present in your body, and like mm. there's something about that that kind of like you know it releases these endorphins and serotonin or yeah. all your like little the, happy the chemicals. biochemistry yeah, that's yeah. going on. All your little happy chemicals come out, man, yeah. and they really, really, they really make you a better person. Well, yeah, man, I, I vibe with that. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm actually a black belt in Taekwondo. Oh shit! So oh, like, yeah, Fuck you yeah. know, it was cool uh, going through the different belts and and that's cool. technique and form, like you said. Um, yeah. But you said something right now that I think is fascinating. It's something that I want to look into a little bit more, uh, you know, in, in studies, you know, uh, looking into the sciences and so on. But, like, I, I'm curious about the relationship of breathing with what we were just talking about meditation and, and form and and also breathing in, let's say, rapping and performing. Oh, yeah, breath control. You know, the breath, yeah, man. Breath control. Breath control is breath a motherfucker. ties it all together. Yeah, breath control is a motherfucker. You know breath control is a motherfucker because... That's why people have hype men or that and for energy. And that's why <laughs> yeah. a lot of modern day MCs spit with pre-recordings behind them. And they don't even, they're doing their, their dubs live while they play yeah. their live record. They're basically playing their song in the background while they dub their recorded song. Do they do that? A lot of people I, do that. I, I don't like it's that, hilarious. I, I don't like it, that man. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's is, like, it, is it like a younger generation a, thing? It is a super like younger generation thing. Oh, and that's man. cool, man. That's the shit. But huh. it, to me, it's just so funny though. It's just yeah. like, it's like having like, a hype man over his own recorded material. But anyway, yeah. so um, breath control. Yeah, breath control is a motherfucker, man. Um, I remember they talked about J. Cole when he came to Neon Desert. My homie Frank was like, he's the only dude I saw up there without a hype man. Him, and I think he said he saw Nas once before mm. without a hype man. And then like, literally like spitting the lyrics live. Like he, this yeah. is him live, you know. That's equivalent to like when, when they clown on people for, for lip singing. Like, you know, yeah. it's the same shit. The lip singing rappers, that's what they're doing. They're not even lip singing. They're like not even trying. They're just, but anyway. Yeah. Um, kind of dial it in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So breath control is a motherfucker. If you got a hype mm -hmm. man, that's cool. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, those breathing te techniques, man. Like you really have to know when to pause. You really know, have to know like my line's going to end here or like I have this yeah. too much time here. So it becomes like it, it's muscle memory, mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. like martial arts. You know, like it becomes muscle memory. So, so your 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 lungs kind of do the work um, on time without you even really thinking about it. Yeah. But you have to find your place, and that means practice your verses, practice. And I'm sure that goes for like playing like the trumpet or something. You know, right. what I mean? like exactly. playing anywhere using your like lungs heavily. And so, um, <clears throat> yeah. So I think it's a fascinating thread. Just following the idea of breathing, and and also applies to playing a horn. Yeah, and even poetry, like written down poetry, a lot of people talk about like the natural breath as a as a pattern. A lot of modernists, like Walt Whitman, yeah, yeah or yeah. Allen Ginsberg, would write on the natural breath. Um, so it's it's something I want to look into in the future. It's just something I wanted to follow. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You got another piece you want to spit, man? Um, yeah, yeah, I can spit something else. Um. Yeah, because we're we're pretty much coming up on the hour. You know, maybe spit one piece and just kind of wrap it up. Yeah, we can wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. I don't bore the people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but this is where they find out. About you, you know, all the all the on nah, yeah. Nah, I appreciate it, man. This is mad love. Like I said, I love the city. I love El Paso, Texas. I oh, love. Yeah, man. I love my people. I love the movement, the art scene, the music that's going on. I'm just I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of this, or even to be to be considered. But uh, this next piece is probably untitled. But here it goes. I write for the overworked and underpaid, for those that know their worth but still felt forced to become a slave. 
For every soul on earth that feels like they're stuck in place, I write overtures on love and hate till I choke on words and suffocate. I wrote for her in summer days, sun and rain, nights we were up real late, arguing in a drunken rage. And a part of me become insane, numb from pain until this day, it's hard to think that nothing's changed. But we undertake so much weight as judgment day that comes in age, you realize what was just a stage of comfort phase. While most of us are just afraid, don't realize life is something great mixed with a bunch of dumb mistakes and only some relate. And it's hard to act like sheep or fall back asleep when you're once awake. Yeah, yeah. Short man, I remember short, these from short the, little sixteen bar. Short, sweet, boom. Short, yeah, it's little sixteen bar. Nice man, I dig it. But uh, yeah, man, I appreciate man. the love, man. You and, know, I'm a big uh, fan of you guys, a big fan of you. you know what I mean, poetry wise, and all the movements you're mm -hmm. doing in the city, mm -hmm. and all the moves you make, man. It's really admirable. Straight appreciate the fuck up. Appreciate yeah, that, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, really. and something that I didn't even get to dive into here, that I, I have a little note, but I'm trying to like write stuff down, like oh, yeah, yeah. shoutouts. But like one thing I had written down early on is. You know, being uh, active, involved in the scene over so many years, like, how, how would you feel the scene has changed, like, from from your observation, like, over the years, like, from, like, where you started to, like, where it's at now? What kind of change have you seen? Yo, uh, I, I say for the better. Like, we're having this con yeah. conversation with uh, uh, Valentin, you know, Valentin Sandoval. That's, right that's the homie right there. That's what's up. Um, all these dudes, man. You know, Goober, uh, Visionaries, like I said, the Visionaries Diego. crew, yeah. Diego Robot, yeah, all my people. But um, yeah, man, it, it's been really good. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air. I, it's hard to say it's changed a lot. I mean, it's changed a lot, but there's always been talent. That's what I'm trying not. I'm trying not to that's take good. take away from that right. that that like important point. Like there's always mm -hmm. been talent. At the driving motherfuckers. I mean, yeah. Fucking Mars Volta, like Sparta, like uh, even the Chamana is like the Khalid. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you know, obviously that there's mm. obviously like music pumps through the blood of the city. It really does. Like it's there. Yeah. And it's being recognized and noticed more. So fuck yeah, man. Of course, yeah. El Paso's becoming on the map. Put it talked about us on the MTV Music Awards. What the oh, fuck? Man, with these artists, when was yeah. that name <laughs> ever been spoken <laughs> in that go. building? Boom. You know? To have that name spoken Opens in that the door, building is like, just like, like what? You're what from El Paso to oh what what Cali, you know where Cali's from? Oh, what? So all that shit opens doors for, for all kinds of artists, man. And there's so much fucking talent in this city. Has a lot to do with Mexico, has a lot to do with our culture, has a lot to do with um even our Americanized culture, you know, like uh because we're influenced by all kinds of music, so so yeah. it's, it really is. It's a development, <clears throat> you know. It's a collective development, but um, it's it's beautiful, man. I couldn't I couldn't be more proud. I couldn't be more proud. Cool, man. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, uh, brother. Do you have uh, you want to end with any shout outs? Um, just you know, peace to the gods, the goddesses, rival Flavin, um, everybody out there. Godly or devilish, Anomalies crew, Saba Lamine, way too many to mention, Prophet, yeah. John Steady, <laughs> Phobia, it, you know. And if you forget to, you know, yeah. the ruckus. Yeah. the ruck. I mean, all those dudes, you know what I mean? Uh, Rancor, the project, me and Prophet mm. have a Rancor is coming out. Um, you know what I mean? Um, Looking forward to that, man. So yeah, when it does so come out, where can we find that? Uh, you probably find that on SoundCloud or probably put on iTunes, Apple Music, all that, all that good stuff. Okay. And, um, but yeah, Rancor is holding this down, man. That's that's the dude, sick right, producer. Um, Gets down. Very talented individual, um, musician, everything. But um, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Like I said, I'm just I'm happy to be here. Appreciate it. Cool. So for the B Woman's podcast, man, this was nice getting to sit down, talk a little bit about your art, the past, moving forward, and and, and everything kind of in between. Um, that hour went by pretty quickly, huh? Yeah. You just yeah. I told you. We sit down. Uh, anyway, so I'm Rich. Uh, yo, th big 
Thanks one more time to Jay for coming through. Uh, peace. Thank you, guys. that abyss he wrote a few chapters faster and faster that bastard would master the crap but meanwhile back at the ranch where the cattle and the sheep were just asleep in the trance girls held a grudge and guys wore girls pants the hardest working cats just looked like ants but give him a chance to come straight after your picnic quick grab the kids bitch here come the misfits to rip shit cheers to the year of the underdog never understood but it's still all good